The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. My name is Thomas, and sitting with me, as always, he's my bro, and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Brocast. It is I, it is me, it is he, Alan of the Brocast. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm going good, and uh, it's getting quite hot. I don't know what our weather is at the moment, but I'm looking at the window and I can see rain, but it's stuffy, though. And that's where you know, guys, you're in Melbourne, Australia, where one moment it's raining and one moment it's blistering hot. Yeah, I've actually got my uh, my window and curtains open right now as I'm just chilling out here doing podcasting with you right now. And I'm just getting that breeze coming in and the sound of the, of the rain is actually quite cool. Um, but I love this type of weather. Um, mm. This reminds me of um, uh, a simpler time back when we were kids and we went, wow, what was that? Did you hear that? No, what was that? I just got a... What is that? Is it thunder on your side? No. I've got my Twitch channel up. And it's putting up my last Twitch stream that I just did of uh, of the War Games. And I forgot to turn the sound off, so I just got absolutely shit scared then. I'm just gonna get out of Twitch for a moment. I'm not going to kick. Yuck! And I'll just close that. Well, interesting note. I've been doing some research about tick. Oh, not tick. Uh, kick. And I'm like, oh, yeah. is it worth us eventually going onto that? And I thought I'll oh, maybe give it a year or two to develop a bit more because I have heard a couple of good things, but many bad things when it comes to the alternative to uh, to Twitch there with kick. Well. I look at Kick, and it's made by a couple of Australian fellas. They they developed it down here, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on there. I haven't streamed mm. anything on there. Um, I think it's purely because most of my streaming that I do is all via the PlayStation Five. Um, I mean, I could do something with it right now, being on PC, but um, 
Yeah, nah. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I don't even think on the PlayStation that you've even got a kick icon. It's just Twitch and YouTube, I think, that you can that's actually it. stream to. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Well, in regards to Twitch, Alan, we're just having a chat offline, guys, about how much gaming we've both individually been streaming between now and our last episode, which was, again, you know, hitting the waves and great to see people are downloading it. An interesting note, get this, bro. Going back and looking at some of the data of not last episode, which was a TBK vault, but the previous one before that, where we covered the Triple H versus Stone Cold matchup, that is our highest downloaded audio episode this year. Of all things to yeah. have a high download on, yep. that's very interesting. Um, mm. Cool. I find that very interesting, but that's uh, that's very cool. Yeah. And it was a great way to actually end, what, Season 7? And here we are in Season 8, guys. And that means we're coming up to our eighth year of this podcast. And it's crazy that we've ventured into many great uh, eras of pro wrestling from the 80s, the 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s, and what going into 2024 next year with with some some other great events coming out. But in regards to gaming, Al, where can people actually find you in regards to your gaming content? That's uh, TTV Roscoe Bosco 84. Uh, that's my Twitch channel. Uh, your boy uh, has just had a bit of a um, bit of a surge of streaming uh, wanting to do for the past uh, couple of days. So I thank everyone for jumping in and um, joining my streams. I've been playing quite a lot of the 2K23 WWE, not basketball, not golf, uh, but WWE style. Um, it's been kind of fun. Uh, I've just been doing like for a bit of shits and giggles, um, like the Dusty Classic, or just mm. purely just uh, just doing AEW fellas teaming up with WWE fellas, and then just having an all out brawl in like a tag team tournament style. And mm. then I've just done just in the past couple of days, um, just having like a AEW, King of the Ring versus WWE, and then the next one was the New Japan. The New Japan one I found lots of fun, just because I found a lot of um, downloadable um, New Japan superstars, wrestlers, and uh, on the actual cause, and just download a whole bunch of it, and just enjoy the stream for myself, because and yeah, just recently, the other night, I did the uh, AEW King of the Ring, which was fun. Mm. and also doing thank you for everyone who jumped in with the uh survivor series war games uh stream that i actually did the other night too sort of a prediction show i try to do that every um leading up to every type of mm. wwe pay-per-view i um like to go back and stream also too i didn't realize until the end of the very stream that i put the main event up and uh i didn't do it in the survivor series uh, ring, uh, I put it on the <laughs> NXT War Games ring. So I'm looking back at it, and I'm like, "What the bloody hell have you done, you dickhead?" So yeah, you could you couldn't but, quit till you're like, "I just got to let it go." I had to. <laughs> I was just like, it, "It's been done." It, yeah. it was Randy one walking out of NXT. Ah, uh, there she go. Yeah, well, that's it. So, but mm. again, thank you everyone for jumping in and enjoying the streams. And you have been busy, haven't you? 
Yeah, well, I was going to say, before I jump into my stuff, what's upcoming? What's coming up for you? You got some anything in the schedule or you just, you know, just fly by the set of your pants and think, you know, whatever I feel like I'll do? But basically about what you just said there, I um, yeah. I don't really have a schedule. I did try at one time to, to use the schedule mm. and it just got too repetitive. Yeah. And I don't really want to do that when it comes to that. For, for, this is me personally. Uh, I just like, you know, every now and again, just jumping. I go, oh, yep, I'm going to stream now. This is going to mm. be a bit of fun. Uh, I like to do a little bit more Fortnite because mm. the season is ending soon. And uh, I've been vastly enjoying this past season. Just to yeah. going back in time, it's been great. Um, but other than that, no, nothing yet. What about you? Well, so, Alan, what is actually the name of your Twitch too? I don't think you dropped it. I did, but it's uh, TTV Roscoe Bosco 84. So, guys, Alan is actually a recommended channel. So if you actually go on to the broadcast, which is simply T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, whenever Alan's actually streaming, he will appear in recommended channels. So, again, he does some great content. In regards to what I've been doing on there, it's quite a lot of Marvel and DC, like cartoon, comic book-based stuff. Most commonly, I was doing the playthrough of The Amazing Spider-Man on PlayStation 3, which is something I talked about in the last episode about going and actually doing that. And I actually really enjoyed it. You know, it's quite different to what we see today with Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Spider-Man 2. But I enjoyed it for what it was. You know, it's a 2012 game, played Mm -hmm. well, had some great Easter eggs, had some great characters in there. I'm actually going to be doing part two of that probably later on this year because there's only two games in that whole series to actually do. Bit of an upgrade, but I did hear that the, that game originally came out on three and four, and okay. the four version is so terribly criticized that the three better, the three versions better than the four version. Really? Even though that was the first game to go into the next gen console, that it just does not play well on the four. So I've got it on three, so I'll be playing it in the best way it can. Uh, awesome. Earlier this week, I did Deadpool. First time actually playing the Deadpool game. Never played it. My oldest son bought that years ago, and it's just been sitting in my what, collection on my PlayStation folder. And I thought, okay, I'll check it out. And I thought, yeah, it's about a six-hour campaign if you stick to just the main story. And it was completely over-the-top F-bombs, explosions, decapitations, explosions of people's heads and bodies. And I'm like, this is exactly what you read when you read those comic books. This is what we're getting here, actually, with the game. And I enjoyed it, too. Again, lots of crossovers there with, like, Cable and Wolverine and Dynamo and all those types of things. And then yesterday, I just finished up part two of, what, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Yes. On PlayStation 3, a game I'd never played. I bought it for a total of $6 at a local cashies, and I liked it. <laughs> it is very cringy when you play it, especially when you go to the settings and it's like, would you like to turn off blood or turn on blood? I'm like, who's playing Mortal Kombat with no blood on? And I'm like, do I do that? I'm like, no, I'll keep the blood on. But yeah, that's interesting. Very. Did you watch my stream of that? Have you checked it out? Because mm-hmm, you would have mm-hmm. probably saw rage quitting in a lot of those fights, especially when taken on Superman and they just whoop you. And you're like, <laughs> there's nothing, I can't do anything. Yeah. Every <laughs> fall is victory. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quick XXX, I'll get back in. 
Um, but I enjoyed it. Good games. In Good. terms of what's coming up, I do have a game that I text you in a WhatsApp chat. It's the only game in my COD collection I didn't have. And I actually forgot about this game. I forgot that it even existed. Like In my mind, I thought it went, you know, uh, what is it, Modern Warfare 4? And then I thought it went Black Ops next. And oh. I'm like, wait, there's actually one before that and mm-hmm. after Modern Warfare, and it's actually Call of Duty World at War. World at War. Now, wow. looks dated. I bought it for a total of $4 from Cashies for PlayStation 3. So I'll be streaming the campaign of that on Sunday and Monday night. Now, I've never played it, but you have. Any comments on this upcoming game I'll be playing? Um, I originally got this way back in the day when it was on for this for the Nintendo Wii. Mm. And it came... It You could use the controllers and you actually had a gun you could actually use. Mm. When it was actually originally used for uh, Wii Sports when you were doing ah, the scooter yeah. game. Yeah. You could actually use it. Where the or, nunchuck uh, itself gets like, like you slide the controller inserted. at the top. Yeah. The nunchuck yep. and then everything else and you used mm. it. Boom, 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 boom. Um, uh, and I had that game for the for the Wii U for, a, like I said, I think I've spoken to this. It might have been on Mr. MMA podcast or it was yeah. another podcast from back in the day. It might have been the other one I did with my with our other friends, um, the Low Cut Crew. I had that game for a, a span of half an hour for the Wii U, for the Wii, sorry, then returned it and got it for the PlayStation. Yeah. And the guy <laughs> so, was looked at... So, so tell us what happened with the Wii version. Like, what, why it was, was very, it so bad? It was just very frustrating because uh, uh, it was inverted controllers. I changed it around as much as I could. Mm. And the quality of the game was shit. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh. Um. For the PlayStation Three version, did you get it for the you got it for PlayStation yeah. Three or Four? PS PS Three. Um, for its time, it's a great yeah. game. Very brutal, some of the stuff because yeah. it is focusing on one of the biggest world wars, and straight off the bat, some of the um for sure, like first mission is just like right in your face mm. type of that type of violence. Like you know, it, it does show that war is hell. Mm. Um. But it's a for its time. I, I remember one time rage quitting because of the last mission, and so be ready of that one. Hopefully, you don't go through that because mm. I think I threw the game down and didn't play it for like a span of six weeks, and then came back and played it, <laughs> and then and then mastered it, finished it, mm. and that was it. That was done. And then when sold the game straight after, mm. yeah. No, I'm definitely I'm keen. I love the I love the companions. I love a good you know com- long play companion, and I think most COD companions are about what four to five hours, really from start to finish. If you kind of know your way around a, an FPS first person shooter, you could get it done maybe in three and a half hours. But I'm happy just to do the two hour streams, you know, each night. And yeah, definitely keen to do it because that now is the last COD game. I have everything now. The only thing I don't have is the newer ones. And I was going to ask you to, and I can probably do it offline because I don't think do the newer games have a campaign like Vanguard and something like Black Ops Four. I think it's Cold War. Like, do they actually have campaigns, or are they built to be more 
multiplayer only. Black Ops 3 and Black Ops 4 have okay. Um, yeah. Uh, what's it? Campaigns. Vanguard has a campaign, but it's so repetitive. Right. But I played it, but mm. I didn't enjoy it. Um, what was the other one? Vanguard. Well, the, new, the newest yeah. one I heard, it only got four out of 10 for their campaign. Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, mm. I think they wanted nostalgia back. They were like, oh, yeah. yeah, you can go back and do this. But then they've taken the concept of, um, again, I'm not going to get um, three until it like yeah. jacks right down in price. Um, but it was basically just said, you know, um, even the second game's campaign, I didn't enjoy that as much too. Mm. I found the first games, the very first game, that campaign was just unbelievable. Mm straight off the bat one of the first missions is so in your face the other ones that continue after that are just unbelievable mm. um but yeah i think what they said with the number with the third game was um that they included um multiplayer into it yeah you know no that's the one thing about the campaign is that you can escape from the multiplayer and jumping onto that server and not worrying about joining up with somebody, you could just do it by yourself and mm. enjoy the storyline of it. Yeah, I think they were just basically just saying like, "Oh, we're trying to bring everything back. You remember this? Do you remember that?" You know, um, yeah. You want to join up with your friends and do a campaign? You could do it now. And you're like, "No, thanks. I don't want to do that." Like the co-op campaigns. It's purely just sat there. Yeah, like Far Cry used to have co-op and things like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think, I remember I played Advanced Warfare, and I'm like, why are we in the future? And stuff like Infinite Warfare, I'm like, why are we leaping so far ahead? And I've always loved, like, the World War era, like, that time. And that even inspired me to, once again, go to Cashy, see what's on special there. And I got on Xbox 360 for $4, Band of Brothers, or Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway. Yeah, which is based okay. on the the Band of Brothers uh, TV show, and that is brutal. Like yep. heads exploding and bodies just blowing up, and so that's going to be something down the road. But I've always been a fan of the the older time when weapons were more simplified. You didn't have like double jump jetpack, and you can fly around and land on your feet. It's like now I'd rather just be in the trenches, mm -hmm. crawling on the ground with limited ammunition navigate your way you got to use your melee attacks get in get down get up keep moving so yeah definitely keen for that and in terms of Fortnite, you were just saying too i literally just finished the battle pass before i came in here we just bought Bullshit. the the ragnarok guy i don't know if it's omega rock i think we got the last skin of him and now we are into the bonus rewards and it's actually quite short because you only need to have 70 levels this season to actually have everything done and i'm at 51 now so I've only yeah. got 19 to go and I've had the whole bonus thing finished and off we go to the next. And I've got about eight days, I think, to do it now. So mm -hmm. mm, how are you going with it? Um, completed the battle pass fully. Um, yep. Just got to get two of the gold skins. And mm. um, I've really enjoyed it because this is what, again, when they say OG Fortnite, this is what it was like back in the day. Mm. You know, we didn't have like long extension of uh, Fortnite uh, skins that were available. It was mm. very minimal. Um, I enjoyed it just for a brief time. They made the Fortnite store like the OG style, where it was only mm. like two, three, four skins available. 
they've definitely noticed that they need to upgrade it now. So yeah. every like the that one small little four skins, couple of dancers available. Mm-hmm. Now the whole goddamn store is just like, you want everything? And it's just like, yeah. no. Again, yeah. Um, My son was actually like that. He goes, Dad, why is there only four things each day? And I'm like, well, Jack, they're trying to make it simplified. I said, you wait, give it two weeks, and the whole thing, you'll have cheerleaders and football skins and Futurama and all that will come back. He goes, oh, okay, because it's just three dancers and four people. Now I don't want to look anymore. And I'm like, okay. And now he's like, back in, there's like Futurama, Dad. Look, there's Fry. There's Bender. Can I get V-Bucks? I'm like, you don't even know who Futurama is. I said, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not giving you V-Bucks for that type of stuff, but... Yeah, no, because I think I always think, you know, Alan was an old school guy. So you've kind of got to relive each season now as we've come up to what, eight, nine, and 10. And then eventually we're going to get to this new one where what they announced Eminem is coming to the game, which is very interesting. And what's your take on Eminem coming to Fortnite? Uh, I think he's getting a big payday, mm. um, definitely. And um, I remember the rise of Marshall Manners' Eminem. You know, mm. from hearing his music on, not even on radio, you know, it was mainly just heard on through cassette tapes, through CD, and you'd be at a friend's place and like, oh, you can listen to this new dude, you know, he's in this new, he's this rapper, but he's white, you know, and he's, he's produced by Dre, and, and mm. um, he, you know, he, he's got a hard way of talking, and it was just like, oh, man, and you listen to his music, and it's the stuff you do not listen with your parents around him. He was talking about controversial things at the time. and But you were like, oh, man, this is, it feels very taboo when you listen to it. And then gradually his stuff got better and better and over time. Mm. And then, yeah, um, I look at it and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You're t- Again, you're talking to the guy who has the um, Area of the Grande skin. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you love to, to put that in there, that you've got to... I do, I do. I love the era, and, and and I didn't buy it. It was a gift. It was gifted to me. Um, and I love that skin. It's a you know, again, people were there. Why do you always want to play uh, as a female skin? I'm like, guys, you want to look at a guy? You want to look at a girl? I mean, hey, mm. each to their own. But yeah, um, but yeah, I, I look at this and I'm like, yeah, this is a big payday for Eminem mm. and uh, each of their own. How, I mean, hell one day I don't, it's not, it's never going to happen. I mean, broadcast skins in Fortnite. What maybe guys, come on, just get onto just, Epic games and let them know you want us in there. I mean, for God's sake, we, if they can get Ninja and loser fruit on there and laser beam, we've got mm. two Australian people right there. Loser fruit and laser beam can get a skin. For God's sake, you got Ninja. Who's just like the OG dude. Mm. You know, who's next? Yeah. We'll see. We'll wait and see, we'll see. guys. Yeah, but Well, I did you am... also see the poster that they put out around the Big Bang? Did you notice that the, the Rainbow Llama, the unique mm-hmm. thing about that, it's actually Lego-fied? Mm-hmm. And there's rumours that we're getting Eminem and Lego going into this. And my son's like, this is awesome. I don't know who an Eminem is, but Lego, that's really cool. I'm like, all right, mate. <laughs> okay. Right, I don't think I'll be playing any Lego people, but all right. And I'm like, yes, do you reckon they'll be like life-size Lego people? 
it'll be like a peely but he'd be kind of cubed up like a lego piece i'm like well maybe i don't think they're going to shrink them down to make them little but no it's kind of like when they added futurama they look like they do in the show very big heads big eyes big hands mm. that's probably what they'll do with lego but yeah what do you reckon about lego coming into fortnite I like the Lego games, like the ones you can get for like the Star Wars games, the, um, what were the other ones? The Batman games. Um, they're fun. Mm. Um, in Fort, I mean, again, this is bringing the, the kids back. I think, um, the children of the world to, Hey, remember Fortnite? come back and play now because all the dudes in their mid forties and mid thirties are now playing OG maps. Oh, you remember that? And then I remember, I've seen a few people they're like I've jumped into a few games and I've seen a few streams of people they're playing with kids and then go, I don't like this map. I don't understand. I do. And you go to jump off and you know, I died. And you're like, yeah, that's what happens. Don't go in the water kid. Why do I slow down when I get in the water? That's what it's like back in the OG days, mm. um, which makes me laugh. But uh, yeah, I think this is like reeling the kids back in and going <gasps> Lego. Do you remember Lego? So Lego Peely, you know, anybody else, uh, they put in the skin uh, skin store, who knows? Yeah, but it's um, like, you know, will they bring in Lego people or will they just turn people into Lego characters? Like a Lego Jonesy, a Lego Peely, I mean. like the main people just be Legofied. They're not going to bring in like Lego, like Ninjago. I don't think they'll do Ninjago or the Lego movie or things like that, but... Yep. Yeah, interesting. But no, I think the Big Bang kicks off next Saturday for us. So this is actually yes, Friday night for us, guys. So what, eight days from now, we'll have the Big mm-hmm. Bang, which I think will be, because you and I actually live streamed, didn't we, an event, which was a Saturday mm-hmm. mid-morning, I think, one of the yes, previous seasons. So don't know if we're going to get a concert or a live show like that. Should be cool. But if we do, we might jump on together. We might even record it yes. up on our YouTube, guys. And in yes. regards to our socials, the broadcast is the best way to find us. Type in the broadcast on Twitch, YouTube, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Castbox, Castro, and you'll find Alan and I with all the episodes that we've covered. One hundred and seventy-two episodes of this podcast, many compilations, uh, many TPK vaults, watch-alongs, wrestling companions. It's our bread and butter, and we are about to do another one, which will mark, I think, wrestling companion one hundred and one. But before we move any further, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. What's up, everybody? I am the patron state of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, you heard that right. And I'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. Me and my co-host, Vince Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Leads Showcase do a weekly recap where we cover Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage. We are on Pornhub, YouTube, and every audio platform you could think of, and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week. We've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts, so if you want to have fun, take your pants off, put in your headphones, 
pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device, relax and just have a good time, catch up on the week in wrestling in our own unique way, come check us out. You guys can find me at Matt Ritter, that is Adam A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R, on Twitter only there. You will get Linktree slash Smack and Raw. That'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as Pornhub. You guys can also check out Linktree slash Creation World, and that will get you the YouTube, the merchandise, and the Pornhub, as well as other great podcasts from Creation World, which is the banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. If you want to get everything in one shot, go to creationworld.com. There you'll find Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow if you're a fan of DC uh cw superhero stuff if you want to check out the smack and raw podcast if you want to check out our other show return to wrestling where me and my co-host travis go back in time and he forces me to sit down and watch old wcw nitros and pay-per-views and i have to suffer through hulk hogan repeatedly if that sounds like something that you think is fun come check that out as well we also have a youtube only show hosted by vince called spitter swallow that you can find on our youtube we've got so much content for you dungeons after dark as well that episode two is coming it is our most viewed episode on pornhub so if any of this sounds appealing to you i can't wait to have you guys come follow us listen to us and interact with all of you like i said take your pants off pull up get comfortable and let's have a good time All right, guys, we are back, and it's now time for Wrestling Companion 101, and this time we are traveling back six years ago to the year 2017, and we are about to watch NXT War Games, the main event, which was the very first time a War Games was actually featured in WWE, and the first War Games for NXT, as not only do we have just a simple you know, team of one takes on team two, we've actually got three teams in this match. Alan, who are these people in this matchup? Well, we got the Undisputed Era, and then that team is Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. Where's the lie? Oh, the cringe. Oh. Um, and then you got the Authors of Pain, and that is, you got uh, Razor and Akmal. And we're and Roderick Strong mm. before he joins up with them, and then they also take on Sanity, which is Alexander Wolf, Eric Young, and Killian Dane. Nice. This is our main event, guys. Mm. And before we hit play, Alan, when was the last time you watched it? This, oh, mm. I think it might have been the actual first time I remember watching it. This is mm. like. I haven't watched this in a long time. I think she may be watching it live. Mm. It was the last time, yeah, on the network. And that's funny because I realized something too with you and I is that you might choose a match to watch that you only watched once. So it's like going back and doing it for a companion. It's like, oh, I get to watch it a second time. Some good memories where like a lot, of, I probably watched it multiple times, but I feel like I've missed this match. Like this must have just gone off my radar because in my mind, I kept thinking, oh yeah, there was that one with Ricochet and Pete Dunne and out of Sp- mm-hmm. Spirit Era. I thought that was the first one. I'm like, oh, no, there was one before that. This one. And I thought, okay, I'll go into the network, see if it's there, and we have it now, guys. You can find it wherever you can. It's about a 29-minute video clip, I believe it is, and we are good to go. Alan, are you ready on your side? All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to press play with us in 5, 4, 3, 2,
And we had a bit of a laugh, didn't we, off the mic, realizing how many people are no longer employed by WWE in this matchup. That's right. And so Is we've that... skipped the, all the um, the uh, entrances. We're mm. right at the moment here. We're now Roderick Strong, Eric Young, and Adam Cole are in the ring right now. I love Cole just selling it. You, know, you fight each other. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah. It's a triple threat. Fight each other. Look at That's him. right. <laughs> God, he sells it. And it's weird what seeing Roderick Strong like so able because he's been selling that injury what on uh, AEW with the neck brace and in the wheelchair and screaming out Adam and yeah. I'll take your word for it. I don't watch AEW. Alan, come on! Don't watch. I can't stand it, bro. Mind we you, should, you know what we should do. Funny thing, we should that? do a TBK yeah. reacts just like to AEW's cringe moments and just watch you go like that for the, for the whole <laughs> video. You just want to find more gifts of me going. Yeah. Yeah. I like to make them up. You do so many faces. They're, they're good gift banter. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like stuff that shits me up the wall. What am I watching here? Mm. Oh my God. <clears throat> well, here we go, oh, right? So looking at this, and funny yeah. thing, with this, with this podcast, yes. how many War Games matches do you think that we've done a companion for? Probably two. I think haven't we done one of the OG ones? Mm, you actually, you are correct. The very yeah. first one that we did was uh, from I think it was Capital Combat nineteen ninety, mm-hmm. and also a year ago we actually covered the War Games from NXT, which was brought uh, Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller and what yes. Tony Giangelo and all those guys. It was like the OG takes on the newcomers or something like that, the Young Blood or something like yeah. that. But yeah, yeah. Geez, they've really been down on um, Adam. And it's good actually seeing like Eric Young getting a push like this because like you think we've covered quite a lot of Eric Young, but like TNA Eric Young, where he was like the sidekick to Team Canada and Bobby Roode. He was the funny guy wearing the turkey suit and you know having those really weird Karen Angle moments with Kurt and he was always just this joke character where now it's like, no. Nah, you're not a joke. We're going to give you a stable and have some good fun here, um, here in NXT. I love this style um, of Sanity back in the day. They look like some scary mm. looking dudes. And that also, they had Nikki Cross at, yeah. with them at the time. And um, yeah. And this is OG days of NXT, which is beautiful. Watching mm. where most of these guys did come from other companies. And geez, that was nasty looking nice but they're these are hunters and sean's proteges here and that's what you could really see that adam cole was like the next sean michaels he really felt like a 2017 18 sean very similar maybe not the way backstage but the way he was presented on screen you could see hbk really much in a lot of that and that's why i was so surprised that he left the company you know, to go to AEW because I really felt he was going to get pushed by Hunter and Sean. But from what I'd read and things like that is that Vince McMahon didn't believe he was bank enough. He wasn't tall enough to be a big yeah. star yeah. where someone like a Hunter and a Sean would book him. And mm-hmm. it's strange to think that Vince is out, Hunter's in now. If Cole did stay, 
would he have been a big star on the main roster now, or would he have actually still thought, no, I'm going to go try the water somewhere else? Well, perfect example right there is uh, mm. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. The man legit built his business with his friends mm. and came out with a sledgehammer and smacked the throne, destroyed mm. the throne. It was a dig at Triple H. And then the, the man makes his return at WrestleMania and against Seth Rollins, you know? Mm. We wouldn't be surprised in the in the future of 2024, 2025, that Adam might come back mm. and see what happens there, you know? And talking about Cody, I saw a tweet come out today marking the two-year anniversary of the time on Dynamite where Cody took off his belt and threw it into the crowd and then it got thrown back in. And yep. you could just tell in that moment, Cody's like, I'm meant to okay, I'm meant to be the guy and you've just thrown my stuff back. Like this is the Cena treatment of Cena throwing the shirt in and the fans throwing it back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and you think even on that two-year anniversary, within the next, what, three to four months, he was back in WWE. That was like that last, that was like the beginning of the end for him, I would say. Um, yeah, I remember because it got thrown out, then Andrade grabbed it and threw it under the ring. Yeah, yeah. And we got so the Bobby pod's Fish. open and we've got, what, Fishy Boy and Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, that's right, because it's not one at a time, it's two at a time, mm. isn't it, now? Yeah. Got that, that that's what surprised this... me. I was watching this last night and I'm like, oh, why have Kyle and Fish both coming down? And I'm like, oh, it's team. It's not individual as it would have been in the past where you would have one member from like you know, Sting Squadron or Rick Rudes or the Danis Alliance, where it was like Don yeah. Anderson coming out. Because yep. like, I remember it wasn't in the past, like Anderson used to always kick him off back in the day. Like Anderson, Every I think had even one. he had the most amount of war games was Arn Anderson and he almost kicked off every single one of them, which is crazy. Yep, sure did. Mm. Just destroying Eric Young here. Kyle O'Reilly is just a fantastic wrestler to watch. He is, yeah. He, he definitely, he definitely. <laughs> <laughs> two things i'll say gotcha i, I reckon kyle o'reilly would so suit like a new japan style like that the kicks the elbows the intensity he sells so well where someone like a bobby fish even though he gets shit i remember watching his match against punk on dynamite have you seen that what happened there nope he didn't want to get the gts and then mm. he gets the gts and then Punk covers him and he gets one, two, and on the three, Fish kicks out. Even though it's the end, Punk's song hits. Punk says something to him and then Bobby just rolls out and then Punk celebrates it. But it's like, why did you kick out of the GTS? And there was something that he said like, oh, I'm not going to go down like that. That's not how I want to lose my matches. And it's like, you were there to put over Punk, brother. Like, what are you? Mm-hmm. But it's like one, mm-hmm. two, shoulder up. And even the ref's like, ring the in the bell it's like that you direct that one and it was quite a good yep. clash between styles but you're like what are you doing mate you're just, you just doing? going for your own yeah looking after yourself yep mm. oh, oh shit just bouncing off the cage it was a wild time during i can't remember the pay-per-view but where pete dunn and mm. um roderick strong were the tag champs and mm. 
when he turned his back on Pete Dunne and joined the Undisputed Era. Oh, yeah. yeah. The crowd went wild. I think that was like, looking, yeah, it was like an opening tag match on one of the takeovers. Yeah. And everyone looking at him going, oh, my God, he just hit his finisher on Pete Dunne and then he threw mm. uh, Kyle on top of him. We got the one, two, three. And then, and it's kind of weird know, seeing them as like a three because we're kind of so used to them doing the pose as a four on the stage. And it's like, oh, that's right. There was a time where they actually weren't, you know, a foursome. They were actually a triple. So That's right. Who's next? Who is it? Who is it? Um, oh, okay. Let's double the light then. Both of them. Open up. Oh, these big dudes. Yes, I was saying to Alan, I call them Tokar and Razor from Ninja Turtles. Yes. That's how I remember them. I call them Tokar and Razor. Oh, God. Now, see that there? This marks the moment, right? So that big hit with the door, from the mm. next 25 minutes onwards, Kyle just sells everything for everybody, and he acts concussed and dazed for the whole match, and it all starts with that door shot. I just love this moment because Cole just sells things from now on. In like he's stumbling, he's tripping over, but that's when it starts here when he starts to kind of get pummeled down. Yeah, he's good oh. at doing that. Um, Kyle O'Reilly definitely you can watch him in any type of match, and he will sell his ass off. Mm. And again, you, oh my Shit. fucking god, he landed on Kyle, <laughs> both knees up. Sorry, brother. Watch this here. Backdrop, I think. It's to Eric Young, I think. Yeet. Oh, Jesus. Oh. That could have been an injured leg and back. I was waiting for his back to bend. You kind of tell they're still very green, aren't they? Akeem and Razor. Still very green in their characters. Look at this. Hey. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Alexander Wolf watches on. My God. Because wasn't it, uh, Alexander Wolf originally a part of um, Imperium? Yes, he Remember was. He, later on, I think, with Walter and when stuff he came like up. that. Yeah, when I think he was on the UK brand. Yes, yeah. he was. Mm. Yeah. So, because yeah, I, think he was... got, I think he got replaced with somebody. There was a fella, I think it was Sawyer Fulton. It was from Impact, and I think yes. he replaced Alexander Wolf in Sanity, yes. and then he got released and went back to Impact, and then, yeah, Wolf became a member of Imperium for a little bit before they became a trio, and then eventually kind of the more two that we have now on the main roster. Three. You can't yeah. forget Giovanni. Look at this. Look at... Oh. oh, just smashes, mate. When you smash another motherfucker into another motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. Not only do I want to slam you, but I want to slam you into that guy. And I'm just going to yeah. throw you into it. God damn. What do you got there about these two fellas? What can you tell us about Akeem and Razor? Who were they managed by? Uh, at the beginning of their time in NXT, they had... Um... There's Paul Allen right there. The ball there man is. in the side there. The mm. man who, I think in 1997, um, was with the Warriors. And then he turned his back and joined up with the bikey crew. 
yeah, uh, the disciples of the apocalypse. The apocalypse. Mm. And then he said he was going to bring technology and smartness of the internet to the WWE. And had no one had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Right. <laughs> yep. Okay. We got Kelly and Dave, Alexander Wolf, the guys with the funny accents. Look at this. You what, mate? You what, mate? God Got a damn. nightstick. Because he was, was he German? I think he was German, yes, he wasn't was. he? Wolf? He's yeah. German. Yeah. Because they were all from a culture. Like Canadian was yeah. Eric Young, Nikki was yeah. Scotland, Killian, I think, yep. was also Scotland, and then, yeah, Germany yeah. for Wolf. Because um, Killian Dane and. Um... Oh, yeah, this is craziness. Yeah. Dane and uh, Nikki Cross are together, too. Yeah, they, got, they are engaged, I think. Now, listen to the crowd. Listen to that. Yeah, they get yeah. such a big cheer here for weapons. Weapons. But when Dane gets the table, listen to the crowd just erupt in like a huge roar. And it's like, he, they must be so over at this time. Like the Sanity group yes. are just completely over. But anytime you chuck in weapons into a matchup, I think you're going to get fan approval. But I just remember hearing the, hear the crowd chanting it now, we want tables. And when he gets it, they just literally blow up. It's crazy. And again, this is back when NXT, they still do it now, but this is when it's very small. It's a mm. small crowd and the raw here. It's very ECW yeah, listen to style. That. Look at it. Listen Not to one that. But two. That's crazy. Again, just two pieces of wood. Mm. And we're getting a yes chat. It's crazy. Well, it's funny, like, it's strange to think that even Vince McMahon had said that this was still, you know, this was not meant to be the main roster. This was still developmental. I didn't see that. Like, I see it today being kind of like that, but this wasn't developmental. This was, people were watching this over Raw and SmackDown. Mm -hmm. People weren't watching the pay-per-views. They wanted to watch NXT TakeOvers because they had that. There it is. Oh, fantastic. See? God bless. I love um, that. Kyle O'Reilly. Here we go. Just the just the ricochet. <laughs> Here we go. Now watch Cole. He's selling it now. This is where it starts with the whole dazed and dizzy, all with that chair shot, and then the German. Oh, just throws. That is and just completely folded up that trash can. <laughs> Just the punches here. Mm. Oh, what? You you don't need a chain. Dane, mate. Well, now the match is officially on now. So literally, this is where it's pinfall or submission. What's your take on that? Were you a submission dude or you like a pinfall? The referee shouldn't be there in the first place. Mm. It, every time I ever thought of a... And he ate the key. Yep. You mad bastard. <laughs> Yeah, um, and th- this was all a flack at this time where we're like, "Where's the, where's the top? Where's the, yeah. uh, you know, of the cage?" It's, it's this is WWE style, so you got to remember most of their cages don't have a top. The only thing that cage mm. that has a top is a hell of a cell, mm. and um, so you can understand why they did it. Um, but when I think of a um of a pinfall, the referee should not be in there. No. It needs to, you need to give up. That was the old day of doing it. Mm. 
but yeah, each to their own. Yeah, this is it's WWE's. like it's like we're taking Dusty's idea, but we're going to WWE a little bit of it. We're going to take some yeah. things out. We're going to change the rules a little bit. And talking about this match type, how is this in the new game? Because I actually haven't played twenty three yet. How is it like with the double? Does it work well, or has it a bit? Yeah, it's fun. Bit weird. It's okay. No, nah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's fun to watch. Oh my god, what mm. is he doing? Everyone, come together, catch. See, see, I, I find that fun. But you do yeah. that on AEW, and you do it from someone outside. Fucking hate it. Come together, come together. Ready? I love Look it. Up I there. love that. No wait, he's up yeah. there. Look, catch. I love it. <laughs> Only time I don't like that move, and I'll tell you why, mm. is you hit your teammates though. It's like yeah, when Jeff. It's like when Jeff would do stuff, and then Matt would fall down with it. And it's like Matt, you actually hit um, Jeff then. Or Jeff, you hit Matt. Or Matt, you hitting Jeff. It's like you're actually hurting your own teammate. Oh shit! Look yeah. at this. But if I said that on a Wednesday or a Saturday night, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> I always thought there when he grabbed Cole, come here, boy. Just fix, here, boy. fix him up. <laughs> okay, sir. What are we doing? Oh, look oh, at gosh. this. Get out of there. No. Oh, no. oh, look at those shots. Wait, 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 wait. What is he? Oh, um, my God. Mishinoku driver. With a double pin. Oh, I love that kick. Yeah, the stomp. It's like a delayed stomp. Gets the leg up and comes down. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Listen oh, yeah. to the commentary team here is uh, Nigel McGuinness and, um, oh, what was the name of the other chap? Well, you got Percy Watson and Mara Bonello. Yeah, but um, Nigel McGuinness, that's who yeah. I, it's his other name now. Which you can check out on AEW Dynamite. Oh, look at this. That's a double one on the other side. And they were both looking at each other when they did it. Mm. You like what, those, mate? This is, this is like you. those Royal Rumble spots. What, what, Keith Lee, Brock Lesnar, and, you know, Kane and Taker, and Cully and Big Show, and... Big meaty men slapping meat. Mm. That's what wrestling's all about. God damn it. I'm enjoying Bronson Reed stuff as well, as well too, on, uh, yeah. on all his socials now. He's actually embraced the meat, which mm. saying out loud sounds weird, but I don't care. <laughs> Embrace the meat. It needs to be on the shirt. Bronson, bloody hell, give, us a, give it to us, big man. Well, it's cool because it kind of brings me back to an era which I feel sometimes is lost, where the big man is lost. And it makes me think of, what, 94, 95, what, Bam Bam Oh, my Bigelow. God. You know, back when Bam Bam yes. was doing top rope moonsaults and things like that, back on like Monday Night Raw, like that was cool. Having the, the tattooed head, the flame attire, like that Bronson's kind of like a, a newer version of like a Bam Bam coming out there doing high flying stuff for a big dude. Oh, um, shit. Yep. A little bit of work there. Just, yep. Watch out. Watch out. Oi. Nice. And what's cool though is like it it's yes, there's nine what, eight people out there, nine people, and it doesn't feel overcluttered though. Yes. Like it doesn't feel like too much is going on. Like they've actually contained it quite well. 
Funny yep. note, our last episode, guys, was a TBK vault of the 60-man uh, World War Three, where you had three rings, 60 people with everyone just, I'm, gonna, I'm fighting you now, and then I'm going to go to ring two. And it's just a cluster yep. of cameras filming multiple rings. I, what is it? I've heard that um, Luke Gallows, the Doc mm. Hendricks, um, has said um, Battle Royals are sharing forearms with the Good Brothers. That's mm. what he is. That's what a battle royal yeah. is, and that's basically, if you look at it, go back at any time of those, watch those matches. Forearm, forearm, throw over. Forearm, yeah. forearm. Grab a grab a corner and just do some elbows. Yeah. Forearm, forearm. So there were some other matches um, on this card too for the um, NXT uh, mm. Takeover War Games 2017, and uh, I'll give you a rundown. This is yep. wild to think back in 2017. We had Ruby Riot took on Sonya Deville. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yep. Nice. Pete Pete Dunn uh, took on Johnny Gargano for the United States. Uh, sorry, the United Kingdom Championship. Oh wow! So Gargano went for the belt on that show. Interesting. I had seen no memory of that. Uh, we had Cassius Ono. Mm. Classic wrestler. Yeah. Chris Took Hero. on um, Lars Sullivan. Oh, big boy. <laughs> yeah, likes to show his dick online. Well, so it wasn't was, him, you, was it? Is this your first time on camera or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Tex. Oh, cool. Tex. Big Tex. <laughs> Amber yeah. Moon. Amber Moon. Uh, Amber Moon, sorry. Yeah. Defeated. Nice. Curie Sane, mm. Nikki Cross, and Peyton Royce. Oh, well, four in corners. A, yeah, Fatal 4A for the vacant NXT Women's Championship. Cool. And the match just before this was Andrade with Slavina Vega defeated Drew McIntyre for the NXT Championship. Oh, that's a, that's a great matchup. That was great a really match. good matchup. Yeah. Cool. Because I believe, right um, I remember there was the show where McIntyre either won or retained the belt, and that's when Ira came out and attacked him. And that's yes. where I thought they were going to do Cole versus Drew, which they didn't. They ended up doing Andrade versus Drew. Yeah, what well, Andrade became champion, I think, and had pretty good lengthy reign as a NXT champion as well, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like yes. a good card. I like that one. Was Alistair Black on that card? Did you say Alistair Black? Uh, uh, okay. No. Because I thought there was Alistair Black in Dream. Oh, sorry. That might have been sorry, the, the year no, after. No, no, I'm sorry. I, mi- I missed that one. Yeah. yeah. Alistair Black takes on Velveteen Dream, but I don't really like to talk about Velveteen. Yeah. Yeah. See, so he's another one of those guys, too, where it's just one mistake and here's your yeah, papers, for mate. Life. Off you. And he. He'll never get booked anywhere now. Like he, it's over. That's it. It's done. Because I heard somewhere like last year he was booked, and he was put on the flyer for an event. Oh, really? And Ooh. very quickly the promotion had all these, all this hate. People wanting their tickets back, wanting to give one of their money back. So what they do? Took him off the poster, put another guy in. Just they just totally removed him from the show. So yeah, yeah, weird. Look at this, unbelievable DVD. Is it? Look at that. Oh, brutal. We got some blood too. Yeah. 
what current day WWE is what put on the gloves, stop the match for a second, fix the cut staple, up. Staple, staple, staple. Hmm. Is that another referee on the other side? Yeah, it's two. Two referees. There is two. Look at that. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's the oh, super shit. tan ref. The super tan referee. Yes, right. Yes, it is. Oh, oh love it. Look at that. Just give me what Roderick Strong versus Cedric Alexander in a battle of the backbreakers. Yeah, far out. (laughs) What an insecurity. Look at that high knee. Angle slam. Awesome. And I love how Amaria refers to it as an Olympic slam. Yeah. And not angle slam, because Kurt would have been here at this time, I think, coming in as GM, I think. But they called Mm -hmm. it the Olympic slam, which was really cool. Nice little throwback there. Yeah, Mara was always good like that, wasn't he? Mm. And he didn't leave on the best best terms, I don't think, when he left the company. Yeah, he spoke about a lot about mental health. And then he was considered just man up. He was told Mm. and deal with it. It's like... Where that type of stuff is very frowned mm. upon. I that's me personally. If you're going to be like that type of, what's he going to do here? Because I think it was something to do with Nigel and him. Also had some confrontation. It was a build up of something, and yeah, it, yeah something happened between the two. And it was like, yeah, no, well, Nigel, you'll stay. Like, Ronello left, and I think he went over to Bellator, I believe, yes, or even did. the PFL, and did some of their MMA shows, which is what he used to do in Strikeforce. Before yes. he actually came over here, so yeah, I don't know the whole story. I just knew it was something about um, dealing with mental health and what is mm. this? Oh my god, uh, guys, getting a, t- getting a tower spot, Tower of Doom. Look at these. Oh, oh. brutal! And look in the middle, Cole just observing it all. Everyone was going after him at one time, and then it was like, no, we're not. I, uh... And it's also funny, too, like watching Cole here not be a champion. Like, because I'm so right. used to Cole being NXT champion. And I think every War Games after this, he was either the champion going into it. And you know, even though the belt wasn't on the line, it's kind of weird to think that there was a time where Cole had nothing. Like, he actually became North American champion before he even became world champion. But it's like, you think about his career, and it's like the NXT title's always around the waist or always on his shoulder. He's always got that championship where, yeah, there was a time where he didn't have any gold. That's right. And do you check him out on Twitch? Yes. Yeah, I think it's the Chugs Army. He does a lot of uh, Mario RPGs and things like that. Yeah, a bit of Halo every now and again, which yeah. is fun. Um, it's kind of disheartening too when I watch some of his streams because this guy is a, a mega superstar and he gets mm. about 300 views where yeah. I watch other streamers uh, who are like, again, they've paid their dues, they've done their time with getting online and building up a massive fan base and they're going like 1.4K people yeah. watching him. And then you got, you know, Am Cole Babe, five, five, you know, 400 people watching him. Mm. It's like, 
yeah, you think it, I, I just find it really interesting sometimes, you know, these simple YouTubers have more mm-hmm. of a fan base than a pro wrestler do. Yeah. It's wild. And I think it also comes down to even like how often, because I think sometimes he schedules like one stream a fortnight. So he's, he's yeah. not all the time on there where others are doing it like, like 24 hour Daily. streams and 48 hour streams and everything like that. So they have like a certain time they're on. Yeah. Um, oh shit. Here we go. Look at Wolf. Cole's getting out of there. Wolf's coming up onto the far side. Uh, that's this. the weird thing about this too. A if you leave the cage, yeah. your team wins. Mm. Oh, Fucking hell! Top rope German suplex, brother. Through two tables, and Cole's in trouble. Yeah, um, that's brutal. Oh my god, Jesus! That's off the top rope there. Look out. Yeah, I look at this as if you're on top of the cage and you get mm. you escape, you should know that your team loses by default. Yeah. Well, they used to do the old rules back in tag team cage matches where both members had to climb out. Like if it wasn't a pinfall, both members of the team would have to escape the cage. So if you tried to go out first, you're actually putting your team at a disadvantage because now you're oh, yeah. two on one. So like when the Hardys would take on ENC, say Matt got out, Jeff's in there by himself, ENC will just whoop Jeff unless Matt can come back in, which he can't because he's already left the actual ring. Oh, yeah. I remember that back in the day. And then Whisper in the Wind, mm. um, Jeff, and then they end up losing their tag titles in the in the cage match. Well, here's a question about cages. Are you a climb over or a door guy? I hate that stuff. Yeah. Pinfall only or yeah. tap out. Because you, you you think a cage match is like the cap off. It's the last time, the last stand. Why would you try and escape him? Like you want to finish it. You want to end it right now. First blood or a last man standing or a pin or a submission. Why are you running for? Why are you trying to climb That's out right. for? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we, oh, it's just the spot. Eh? This is the, what, the Van Terminator by Killian. This your mate. Oh my god. He says to Cole, and I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> coast to coast, man. Three hundred and fifty pounds yeah. kicking you in the face with a trash can. Look at that. He literally went across the whole ring. Oh, tough talkers. Shit. I've got three. My son's got three of those uh, WWE uh, Mattel figures. Oh, they're the motion ones, aren't they? The ones that speak. Yeah. John Cena, Kevin Owens, and Bray Wyatt. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, I remember Killian Dane before he was released, he was doing something with Drake Maverick. And like Maverick would dress up like him or something like that to kind of be like a. They used to say, it used to remind them of the old uh, WB cartoon of the big grey dog. And the little dude, yes. that was like Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Oh. Nope. Just jumps down, Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> From the top. <laughs> Just blows up. 
that's ridiculous. That's yeah, getting dangerous up here now. Oh shit! Hurricane yeah, runner, very dangerous. <laughs> do it strong. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that. No, thank Gets you. him up in a backbreaker, jumps down, and just breaks him no. in half. Mortal Kombat no, style. Thank, no, thank you. I don't want to see oh. that. I want to see. I'm happy to see that in video games and such. Hmm. Yeah, the please crowd. don't die. Please don't die. Please don't die. <laughs> yeah, please don't die. Mm. Oh shit! What is this? Look at this! Oh man! Just imagine oh. if they weren't there. The impact of that from the top I'd of rather, the cage. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. <sighs> Just notice the referee's got the gloves on there now. Yes, he does. Paul Ellering watching from afar and from the outside the cage. Mm. And he passed away, didn't he? Was it last year or the year before? Year before. Yeah, because yeah. remember they did the episode, what um, the last ride of the Road Warriors. And I think he was in that and then not passed away, I think, later that year, I believe, or early this year. The oh, man crazy. who managed in and out of the ring, the Road Warriors yeah. in real life. Hmm. Got them to the next towns where they needed to be, and it's almost like he was a caretaker, like he kind of like Timmy White or Andre. It's like I'm your man, I'm the one that does it, almost like a tour he manager. Did. You know, here we he go, and here's your here's your hotel bed tonight. Do you need anything? All right, I'm going to bed too. See you, you know, see you in the morning. He looked after them. Yeah, hmm. he looked after them. That you know what? I just keep thinking: is that your back, like Killian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My first thought was Alan. <laughs> Funny thing, I showed yeah. my son, he goes, that guy looks like you and Uncle Alan combined. It does. <laughs> like, if my hair was a bit longer, if we were combined to make one guy, it's Killian Dane. My gingerness, and then... <laughs> I can see so it now. That's, that's us. Yep. Yeah, if you morphed us into one human, uh, that's who we became. We're Killian Dane with a funny accent. Oh, shit. Oh, the sleeper hole. He loves these rear naked chokes, eh? Come on, hey. just die. And he... Yeah, the next T chant. Mm. Look at these shots. It's smart, though. Yeah. He still won't go down, though. Look at wow. that. Wow. What show, show the what similar to the Eliminators, eh? What Cronus and Saturn in ECW? I was about to say the same damn yeah. thing there. That's very mm. much the Eliminators right there. Because I think what was it? Um, the Ascension did a similar one too, which was a clothesline version. Yeah, look at this. Oh, breaker. What shade of the Dudleys, eh? Yes. What's that? Oh, look Far at that. Out. Literally turns him midway through. Here we go. These two here. How do you feel the blood in this? Do you reckon everyone should have got busted? Or are you happy with just with a couple? Uh, yeah. I like old school style. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are the pretty boy actors now. So you don't really need... You can understand... Oh, my God. 
Look at this. Oh. I can understand that. Um, oh, fuck. Shit. Sanity, Sanity are the ones again busted up because they're not mm. the pretty boys. They're, but you got Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, the actors, the, act, the, yeah. the pretty boy faces. You can understand why they're getting a bit of color, but they're not getting color. Well, Eric Sanity Young's got the chair. Like, He's got the chair here. Look at this. Trying to block it. Oh. Is this it? Adam See, I, Cole, li- I like that. What do you think of that ending? You like that one? I like it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I'm trying to defend myself from your shot. The chair's the only thing I can use. The chair's going to take me out. It's, I like how it was written and put together. I like that. I like that ending. But then looking at Adam right there, he's like, I've just been through a damn war. Mm. My soldiers and I have just been through a damn war. Yeah. And it would have been, it would have been cool if they did it. And I understand it's again, different time, but if you could imagine him being bloodied up and being carried out of the cage there by fish and Riley, that would have been Shawn Michaels hell in the cell against mm-hmm. the undertaker when China and Hunter carried him out. And he's all bloodied up. Like, it would have been cool if they did that as a bit of a throwback, but again, different time. But yeah, what do you yes. think of that matchup, eh? Good one or not? Classic. Absolute goddamn mm. classic. Very awesome to go back and watch that from 2017. Oof, that's a while no, ago. I agree. Very good one. Guys, in regards to our podcast, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, CastBox, and Castro. But before we finish all of those shout outs, we want to give one more shout out to Two Great Wrestling Podcast. Check these guys out. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. And I know what you're thinking. Ugh, another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans beat up on WWE and AEW? Tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days. Enough! I'm just as sick of it as you are. And that's why I created the Apron Bump. The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. It's about making wrestling fun again. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, tying together over six different promotions spanning four different decades. And everything is chronologically in a timeline to really allow myself and all you listeners to live through these eras while having a good time doing it. Whether it's dub WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. We even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday, or as some may say, Bump Day. Uh Uh-huh, yeah? Go to ApronBump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. 
So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out rogueenergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with the analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear developed blue light blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. Alright guys, we are back and we are at the tail end of what has been episode 172 of the Brocast Podcast and Wrestling Companion 101. Alan, any closing comments before we finish up for this month and where can people find you? Uh, thanks again for everyone coming by and listening to this and watching us, of course, on the broadcast here. Um, you can find me on Twitter. That's Alan Ross TBK. Alan Ross 84 TBK, sorry. Uh, that's on my X or Twitter. Uh, Alan, sorry, TTV Roscoe Bosco 84. Find me on my Twitch. Come along and watch. Uh, thank you again for everyone who jumps into the streams every now and again. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, too, uh, I know some of our friends over in the States, you guys are celebrating your Turkey Day. I hope everyone has had a fantastic day mm-hmm. off. I hope you everyone deserves it. And I was, again, very happy to see the get Dallas Cowboys get the W today too. Mm. Let's go. No, very nice. Cool. So, guys, in regards to what's next, on December 12th, which I believe is a Tuesday, we'll be releasing our final TBK Vault for 2023 as we go back to TNA Turning Point 2008, where Alan and I did a watch-along of Sting versus AJ Styles for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And then we have our final episode, which will be towards the end of December, which will be our final episode for this year. No rumors or anything like that, but check out all of our socials on Instagram and Twitter at The Brocast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Also check us out on our Twitches, on our YouTube, on our many different socials all out there, guys. Thank you for all your support each and every month when you download our show. And as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening or... Good night.
Yeah, guys, thanks for sticking around. Now we're going to go back and listen to a classic TBK moment. I got made fun of the other day because of my back hair at work. Come on, you got a bit, though. Yeah, I've got a lot. Well, you top off the work book. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Okay, I just want to clarify. I work at a school. I'm a school. It's hot, everyone. I'm an eight. What do you think, kids? <laughs> no, we had a swimming class, and I actually had to have a singlet oh. top on. And someone told me it's like an Avaho rug on my back. Oh, come like, on. Afghani wani wani. Come on. You know, you could part the hairs. Thanks. Just seventies <laughs> bush. Oh, just comb it through. Then it's all tangled. All right. I found it. Two combs. Just go two combs. Oh, I put. Thank you. I'll be in like in a seizure moment going, you know, when you scratch your dogs behind the ear? Yeah, Uh, yeah, that'd be me. 